Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned Took the life of another man Now is my soul to be condemned I have trouble sleeping at night Hard to sleep when you're under the light Ain't a clock in the whole damn room County jail in the middle of June This is Take This Cup we are three bad Catholics with good intentions. We're borderline heretic, unapologetically different, but best friends since childhood. So we invite you to join us weekly for some conversation over some drinks and maybe some drunken Catholic conversation because drunk words are spiritual truths or something like that, right? Let's just jump right into it. We're done with the intros. A couple weeks into Lent at this point. How's, how's Lent looking for you guys? I'm, uh, I'm doing horribly. what what did you give up again so you know how like people keep saying like giving up something's kind of cliche so i was like maybe this year i'll just try to be better (laughs) (laughs) just in general yeah yeah like be better with like my spiritual life like try to pray more i even thought about doing like the examine every morning you mean the examine yeah (laughs) <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing a shout out for eczema people, man. <laughs> the eczema. I didn't see. I didn't even know that it was oh, how it said, but um, but I thought about it. But I thought. And, uh, I I go to church on Sunday. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. Do, right? do better, man. Do better. I mean, yeah, no, no. It is. I I I am trying to do better. I do have another confession from last week, so. <laughs> You know how I, I ate meat on Ash Wednesday? Yeah. Um, the accountability thing worked. The next day, I I decided not to eat meat and just completely uh, be abstinent. And then I think that Friday I was okay. No, I was not okay. <laughs> that, that Friday, I definitely ate meat. <laughs> God. There, I had some pizza and I went for the pepperoni. Jeez. <laughs> That's literally a meal you can actually avoid meat with. I know there was cheese. There was the cheese option. God, well. Well, we had it for lunch, and it was all you can eat. And I ate the meat. I chose the meat. <laughs> Dang. I know, man. I was unaware. Well, uh, we're praying for you. I'll, I'll accept the sin this time. Here's okay. So here's the thing. I'm glad you said that because I had I had a guest over last week and both of us happened to have given up alcohol for lent (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, and we realized that they were visiting right and like you know how often are you here on the east coast how often do you you know get to visit um and it's kind of like extraordinary it's not ordinary life and then we realized well i realized and probably justified that breaking your fast first of all isn't a sin if you're not giving up a sin, right? Like if you, obviously if you give up like masturbation, then if you do it, it's a sin. But if you're giving up alcohol, it's not a sin to break your fast, right? That's one. Yeah, I guess. We also said this is like Lent is for like building discipline in your ordinary life, like day-to-day living. Mm -hmm. Her being here was not her day-to-day living. And like, it was just, it was like vacation, right? But she was making a deliberate decision to break her fast. It wasn't like she was thinking, like, she wasn't thinking. She was saying, I'm going to break my fast because this is not my ordinary life. 
Yeah. Um, but when I go back to my normal life, my day to day, I will stick to my fast. And she did. We went to Portland or I went to Portland where she's from. And since that's her daily life, she did not drink when she was there. And I did when I was there. Because <laughs> that wasn't part of your ordinary life. Right, because that wasn't my ordinary life. And, that, you know, and I was making a deliberate decision. I was saying, okay, I'm on vacation. This is not my day-to-day. Hanging out with friends I only see like once a year, maybe. And I'm making a deliberate decision to break my fast so that I can enjoy my extraordinary life. And it's not a sin. Like, who's so making me feel are guilty? Are you justifying it or are you just confirming it? I, uh, I'm doing both, I think, right? Like, I would like your opinion on that. Am I at fault? At least for me, I'm pro the one-time experience, the once-in-a-lifetime experience. So, like, savor that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can understand where it could be a sin, but... Wait, where can it be a sin? If you're making this promise to God, because it's, it's a Lenten promise, you know what I mean? So, like, that, that be a sin that, like, you're, you're, you know, technically you're just lying to God then, right? Ooh, good one. You definitely Damn, I feel it. bad now. But at the same time, like, I kind of favor <coughs> like, once-in-a-lifetime experience kind of stuff. So, it's like, if you're not going to see these people for a long time again, why not? Just enjoy it for the day and then go back to what you had promised when right. your life is normal again. I don't think the person who visited me is ever coming back to Baltimore. I don't know how often I'm, you know, I'm going to Portland, Oregon. And I didn't even drink when I was in Baltimore because that for me, that's my daily life. So what we did is we went to Philly so that I could also <laughs> drink. <laughs> So, in, the, in that yeah. sense, technically, you'd be kind of putting yourself in that situation. So then, yeah, I went, would you be I able went to, out of my way. Yeah, would you be able to justify breaking that Lenten promise because you know you're going to be in a situation where that you're normally not? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I didn't think of that as like me escaping my fast. It was like, well, you're here on the East Coast. Like, why don't we just go to Philly? And then I got there and I was like, oh, shoot, this is like a vacation for me. <laughs> and then, so I, I really had no intention of breaking my fast while I was here, but it just was like, whoa, am I on vacation too? Well, How often am I in like, Philly? With your occupation though, because you're like traveling all the time. Oh, but Philly was not for work. Uh, but yeah, like say it was for work. Okay. So I, I went to Portland for work. The two days that I was there for working, I worked. And then the, I stayed there for four more days for vacation. And those four days... I drank. It, I didn't drink all four days. Though, like. It is definitely great. I think I definitely like, you know, jumbled it up a little bit. You know, we were working hard to find reasons. But ultimately, it just, it, for me, it isn't a sin to break your fast. Unless theologically, someone can tell me that I made that promise to God. And if I made that promise to God, then I lied to him. Therefore, it is a sin. I, I think the thing with Lent is the giving up part is so personal, you know, that mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. It, in some ways, it's not your fault per se, because, all right, so I'm just going to call you out here, Joe. Your sacrifice was to do better, right? <laughs> and it's just not specific enough, right? Unless you well, literally, every time you cross a psychological fork in the road, you're like, I'm going to You have to choose the better, the better decision. Gonna, like, no, but I mean, I kind of already know what's better. 
You know what I mean? Like no, you no, like, no, you don't. So why don't you why don't you make that the fast? What do you instead think? of just saying I'll be yeah. better? Why don't you say if I know what better is, this is yeah, what I'll so, do. Again, like what yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, like, I was just saying it generally, but I would want to be like spiritually better, be able to pray every day, and to be able to be more aware of like God in my everyday life. Right, but if you want to think about like Lenten sacrifice as like a goal, right? Then goals mm-hmm. have to be smart, right? So specific, measurable. <laughs> I don't know what the A is. Attainable. I, I don't even know, but attainable. What is R? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so T is time. Yeah, I so know that. You have <laughs> none of those. <laughs> yeah, and I I think that's true. That's probably why I'm struggling with it. Yeah, but like on so on Rob's part, why I'm saying like it's better overall is because the only reason you, you quote failed or rationalized or however you want to say it is because you just didn't define that when you started, right? Like, if you had said, I will give up drinking in my normal life on Ash Wednesday, right? Then it wouldn't be this whole thing, right? It's just that you just didn't define it well enough. And I don't think the church means for us to write this mini booklet on what our sacrifice is going to be. Some prenups, you know, like, yeah. Okay, in this scenario, then I am allowed to break it. But in X scenario, <laughs> I cannot, you know? Right. So it's just like an audible. Audibles are allowed. I think so. I think it has to be, man. Because, like, for example, like, you know, my mom's diabetic. She can't fast on Ash Wednesday. She's going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. in the rules. I've yeah, seen that, that is before, right? Like, yeah. And I think that's what makes Catholics cool is that you're allowed to take, as far as, like, religion is concerned, liberal audibles. To like I fit your lifestyle too. and to fit your growth and like where you are in your faith. True. So it sounds like you're doing a good job with your Lenten sacrifice then since you're sounding so holy oh, right dude, now. I'm crushing it, man. How's the energy levels though? I'm sleepy because I stayed out <laughs> last night. Like, wow. And didn't I drink? Did not drink. Like we were out until like nice. 8 o'clock at a bar. So yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah, man. And it was going to be free Dang. alcohol, dude. Sounds extraordinary yeah, to me. Yeah, extraordinary, yeah. man. Yeah, hey, I wow. was like crushing it. So where where are you like mentally with it? Um, the alcohol is honestly not that bad. Surprisingly, oh. I am missing wine more than beer. But that's so only mature. because I'm eating so much charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> like you need a nice pairing. Yeah, exactly. Like because I gave up carbs too. So I have to eat like fats and meats and things like that. So I just have, you know, daily meats ready to go, like in case I'm starving. Wow. Yeah. So with the cheeses and the meats, I'm like really craving wine. But yeah, like beer's been a little bit easier, but I'm also going out of the way to not go out. You know, like yesterday was an exception, but like, when people are like pitching things to do, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that because there's nothing for me to do there or eat or drink. So nice. I guess like if you're thinking about Lent being one of those things where if you sacrifice something, you have like space in your life to fill with something holier. I'm reading through yeah. heroic leadership much faster than I would. Otherwise. Wow. 
It's a good book, yeah, right? Dude, this is amazing, man. Anyone who's into self-help books plus is Catholic should read it. Can you give us a little, uh, like a shout out to Chris Lowney? Give what, what is heroic uh, dude, leadership? It's all about just being extraordinary in the ordinary moments, man. Just crushing it. And no, I mean, sell the book. Like what's the book and who wrote it oh. and stuff. So we got Heroic Leadership by Chris Lowney. He's an ex-Jesuit seminarian. And he basically did investment banking after he left the seminary and then rose through the ranks pretty quickly. Wrote this book kind of like showing how Jesuit principles can apply to the current business world. True. And just life in general, like mm -hmm. leadership. Self-leadership, definitely. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, sounds like uh, really relatable. Yeah, especially for us since we're Jesuit yeah. educated. Like reading about the history of the Jesuits and like the reason why he did certain things, how he operated. Like he, they talk a lot about in that book about mode of operation. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's like a good foundation for like, oh, this is why this operation matters. Sweet. I didn't know you were reading that. Yeah, it's man, a good it's, book. It's on my like, list for the year for sure. But nice. I mean, I'm the same way. I gave up social media. Like I have no, I've said, I, I don't have any temptation to be on Instagram. I don't even have my Twitter password anymore. We talked about this a little <laughs> earlier prior to the episode about me going on Facebook Messenger versus <laughs> Facebook. I use Messenger to chat, but I don't go scrolling through my Facebook. I mean, there's a little temptation there just because I have access to it. <laughs> um, Aren't there like links or something where you could like push something and it'll take you straight to Facebook? Yeah, you could accidentally yeah. get into Facebook for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I avoid those things. Like, I mean, usually I'm not clicking links in the first place. Right. I blocked it on my work computer. So like, there's a lot of like Twitter, like especially for March Madness, there's like a bunch of like oh, Twitter yeah. updates and like Twitter videos and every, they just don't play. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Now that I have all this time, like I'm like, I'm, I'm reading one book called Faith Rooted Organizing, which is pretty good. I would like wake up early and I'm, I'm like praying. I'm like reading this Ignatian Book of Days by Jim Manny, which was given to me by a priest, a Jesuit priest up in Ithaca, nice. New York. Yeah, middle of nowhere in New York. Super cool dude. Met him once, but he gave me this book. He's like, I think you need this. Look me straight in the eyes. It was creepy. But it's like a daily reflection thing, which has been helpful. I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now that I have a lot of time, like I've just been texting people and then be like, <laughs> dude, you want to talk on the phone? And so I've been like talking on the phone with... Not a bunch of, not randos, but I mean, you know, people mm -hmm. like hours. Like I got to talk to our dog, shout out Marco Lopez. Talked to him for like two hours on the phone. Talked to John Barlan for like over an hour. Shout out John Barlan, homie. Talked to tons of people. And, you know, I've got a whole lineup now of people to talk to. And I just don't feel the need to like go on Instagram and see how their lives doing. I just feel like hit. So them do up. you think um, like in a way that's technically making you closer than if you were just on social media, right? Then yeah, it's like, like actually being social, Instead of just bro. looking at what they're doing in their lives, you're actually being a part of their lives, having that conversation. Yeah. Oh, well, John and Mark yeah, don't that's post what I was on social say, media like, either way. Oh, uh, true. But even then, <laughs> like just having that outlet. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah, they're both doing too. Exodus 90 too, so they don't have a lot on their plates either. I didn't realize how easy it is to just text your friend and be like, yo, Let's talk on the so, phone. You know what's fun? I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely someone who just calls someone and is just like, okay, I got you. All right, let's do 30 minutes. But for me, Ooh. I feel weird in the sense that I do like the random calls that I probably wouldn't do. 
because I'm on Facebook, someone will like show up on my feed or my messenger and I'm like, man, I haven't talked uh, to that person in forever. Hmm. And then I'll message them okay. or I'll text them and I'll be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And then, you know, yeah, when, when I'm like doing a long road trip, I'm like, hey guys, I'm about to be on the road for eight hours. Text me and then we can talk, you know, we can catch <laughs> up. It'll help me stay awake. <laughs> So that's so weird in the sense that I feel like I'm going to talk to people less because of it. Wow. A quick tangent on that. I tried that once. I posted on my Instagram story, driving uh, Baltimore to Mm -hmm. Tampa, three in the morning, 17 hours on the road. Dude, call me. I'd love to talk and chat. Keep me awake. I got zero. Dude, this was on Instagram at 3 a.m. Zero hits. Well, I mean, come on. Like, I had 200 people look at it. You know, I just, I just revealed how many people watch my story. But I don't care. Uh, It was a lot for my. The capture rate was still zero percent. So, (laughs) (laughs) exactly zero zero (laughs) percent click rate. So yeah. I don't know how you do it. You're maybe just cooler. I know I'm less approachable I mean, for so sure. So for me, it's like the soft acquaintances that will be like, hey, yeah, let's chat. So True. It, it's been interesting. I mean, with the closer people that I just haven't talked to, I don't have to post a status to do that right now. I actually got the idea yeah. from you. Yeah. I know you posted on Facebook and I was like, ooh, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got no love. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, my relationships have deepened, which has been really cool. I don't even care about my Twitter to a certain degree. Instagram, it's become an afterthought. I don't know. It also, I mean, it's only two weeks in and I've been, I've spent like half of it with another person. Like one week I had a guest here and the other week I was in Portland. So you know how like you're with people and you just hop on your phone sometimes? Mm -hmm. I like, that was like a real deliberate thing to be like, well, I can't do that. Yeah. Hanging yeah, out with when you guys. I went out to eat with people, they all pulled out their phones to take a picture that I was going to do it. And I'm like, I don't have a reason to. <laughs> That's awesome. But technically, if, I guess if you really wanted to, you could just still take a picture. Yeah, yeah, I could have. <laughs> I could have. But like, Icky was taking a picture of it. So I could be like, hey, send it to me. Like, if I really just wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I mean, you've been yeah. known for doing that anyway, though. Just like yeah, you, you take your dad yeah, photos. Okay, for sure. okay. I don't think food pics are necessarily dad photos, but but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like the weird thing is, like I feel like I have a, a purpose for these social media things, but then it comes with so many bad stuff, right? So what I've been trying to do is right. like, figure out a medium where I won't have that much bad stuff. And then keep all the stuff I enjoy about it, which I think is nice, right? So, for example, Facebook, I think I can give it up for good. Wow, nice. But back to what we were saying earlier is I don't feel like I can connect to those far acquaintances or a friend from middle school that I don't will never see but might pick up and call mm-hmm. every six years or something, right? I, I definitely feel like I can somehow get that without like the full Facebook experience and I don't know how to structure that yet. And then on the Instagram side, I like trying to be funny. I don't know if I actually am, but I like trying to be stupid on the story or clever or like puns and things like that. I think whether I'm funny or not, like it's a creative exercise for me and that's why I enjoy it. But in exchange, I'm scrolling on Instagram for, you know, an hour a day or stopping my work every 15 minutes to catch up on the feed. So like, 
Right. I, I still got to figure out how to, but like there's definitely parts of social media that I enjoy, even though like right now it doesn't bother me that much because now I'm seeing like right. the free side, you know, where I don't have it. Yeah. There's like a, I mean, obviously if you can figure out like a hyper focus for everything you do, then everything becomes effective yeah. and efficient. But just the nature of media. Yeah, but Twitter, I can right. give up. It opens so more doors. <laughs> I use Twitter for sports news. So like now during March Madness, I'm kind of tweaking, you know? That's where I know who's winning and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't usually use it to keep up with friends or like... Yeah, so I think for me, stuff like that. that part is technically a Reddit. Like the uh, nice thing about Reddit gotcha. is, you know, because I'm not friends with anyone... Because you can be friends on Reddit, but I'm not friends with anyone I know. Oh. It's just things that I'm interested in. Yeah. And it, it doesn't feel as time draining because it doesn't update as quickly. And you're looking for specific yeah, that things. Yeah, you cut and tailored to your interest. So are you saying you're friends with people you don't know? No, though? no. I'm just saying that there's a friend function. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Just wondering. you Well, I think we're all doing pretty good, except for you, Joe. <laughs> Crucified! <laughs> So last question, we had a conversation last week off the air about the actual 40 days of Lent. And you, Matt, being the holiest out of all of us, clearly <laughs> had been skipping, like had been fasting on Sundays because you're so it's holy. The- holiest of the episode. Yeah, That's an award to be again. given each episode. <laughs> like, who's the holiest? Of the game. <laughs> of the game. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't know about it first because i've never counted which i think is a good thing that i'm not going into Lent being like okay x amount of days left right you holy son of a bitch <laughs> but also i think it's because my parents didn't really do the whole giving up thing and i don't know if it's a thing Ooh, raised by sinners, yeah i don't nice. know if it's like a thing that they just don't do <laughs> in the philippines or something uh i don't know yeah they okay. sacrifice every day out there <laughs> Life is Lent. <laughs> Life is Lent. But yeah, they just didn't give up anything. So I didn't do that until we got to the US and I got around teenage practicing Catholics. So, so yeah. Currently, they still don't do that. I mean, I don't know any millennial <laughs> Catholics in the Philippines. Yeah. So it, it definitely wasn't a thing until I got here. And my parents still don't do it. No. That's what I asked. Oh, yeah. My parents still don't do it. And I don't know why. I actually meant to ask that. I'll I'll ask them next time. Yeah, I don't think mine do Mm -hmm. it either, actually. Yeah. Um, But they encourage me to do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you know what? I don't think my parents do it either now. Yeah, it's it's just not. Remo family not fasting? (laughs) I mean, no, they they fast with the Friday stuff and the abstinence stuff. They don't. But I don't think I remember my parents are being like, okay, this Lenten season, I'm going to give up this. Wow. Yeah. And wow. it's not like they don't know because, you know, for example, like when we were kids, I would tell them I'm giving up like fried food or something. Exactly. Then, yeah. Then they would like adjust my diet right. because they fed me. But <laughs> you know, like an they, animal. <laughs> I am an animal. I'm a beast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, <laughs> They just don't do it, and I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, need, I definitely need to ask. It's, maybe it's just a purely American thing. Yeah, maybe it's like a USCCB thing. Could also be like fasting is really the first world problem. You know? Yeah, I mean, it could be. You know, developing countries would be like, 
I'm not giving up anything. That's right. So I'm going to give it up my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might yeah. be the truth. Actually. Yeah. But for example, it could just be an American thing. I don't know anyone in Europe, but if one day we get listeners in Europe. Hey, yes, shout out. When I was in the Philippines, you're right. They didn't talk too much about fasting, but they talked a lot about giving like mm. to the church or like just giving in general. Yeah. Giving what you have. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Never. They never talked about giving up. They always talked about yeah. giving. Right. Um, and which then, my like, parents like are yeah. pretty adamant about. Like They always give at mass. Yeah. So what I'm experiencing right now is that phenomenon where you have less options, but you're happier. You know? Yeah. Right. I definitely don't feel like I'm in this morning-ish stage where I'm bad that I'm sacrificing these things. I mean, right. I, I think also if you were to play it like, okay, I could do it on Sundays. I think it gives you more of a temptation to do it. You almost yeah. look forward to Sundays. Definitely, to definitely. Your fast yeah. or whatever. True. You know? Yeah, and then also I'm definitely softer on the weekends in the sense that I'm not eating like my whatever it is four by four. Tupperware of food in the weekend. Like, for example, this weekend, I'm going to go to a Brazilian steakhouse because there's a lot of meat there. You know, like, I'm still <laughs> on it. I'm also kind of loose on that side. Oh, so you do celebrate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the whole point is, like, not for you to be sad anyway and, like, be mourning, but really right. just kind of, I'm doing this to be disciplined and Ultimately, it's all like to bring you close to the Lord, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm like trying to be deliberate about reading. Because True. like for me, I think that's where I really find growth spiritually, I would say. True. Like, <laughs> it, it's really hard for me to like sit and pray. <laughs> I'll drop by adoration, but like I know some people out there doing an hour of adoration and I just can't do it. Like, yeah, I read in adoration sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's quiet so, space. Right. Like, um, and that's fine, you know, like just being in the presence is cool. Truzies, yeah. So it's working for everyone, I guess, Joe. I am going to go through with the, uh, the eczema every day. Yeah, you, you better be holiest of the episode next episode. Man, maybe you'll learn how to say it too. Uh, <laughs> maybe you'll walk on water. Oh. Damn <laughs> The examine. Dude, there's a podcast for it. James Martin does it. The That's exactly what I was going to do. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, it, it's kind of puts me to sleep, personally. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. Cool which is why it's sleep. But it's nice, it's like nice. when someone's talking to you. But it's, it's the like, music. Uh, one is... of those rest and relaxation. Um, a bit, there's like music in there too, right? Yeah, it's like real soft piano. There's a good one too called "Pray as You Go" that's run by the Irish Jesuits, and they do one every day. Shout out to the Jesuit podcast. I'm going to shout out three right now. There's Jesuitical podcast run by American media, young people like us doing a podcast, give them a listen. They talk about stuff as well. They drink wine too. They're just a little holier than me. The second one is the Daily Examine by James Martin. Also a great resource. Quiet music. He talks you through it every day. Um, has a little reflection for you every How day. How long is it? It's like 15 minutes, maybe less. If you skip, it's not like, bad. I enjoy intros. it yeah. when I do. Yeah. Well, we'll link it in the show notes. Oh shoot, we'll link it in the show notes, and then of course the Irish Jesuits they run the pray as you go, which I think is really awesome because it's the reading. And Tell then me, it's there's like an short. accent. No, it's like a oh. girl who sometimes reads it. Um, oh no, no Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know it's well, Irish actually. I think it would be research. I would probably be more interested in it. If right, right. Wow, yeah. I don't yeah, know I mean, if that's uh, microaggression, but um. 
Joe has no. Australian Siri. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I used to. I, well, whatever I'm works. A fan of accents. If you want, I can read readings to you in an Irish accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's accountability right there. <laughs> that, that is, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that's teamwork. I really feel like this is getting a little discriminatory. <laughs> so I don't want to lose followers here. I just gave him a shout out. All right. Any final words from the cross? God bless. MDG. <laughs> MDG. <laughs> waiting for Jesus to talk. I was definitely waiting for a prophet of some kind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? All right. Well, we'll catch up before Lent ends. Um, Joe, pick it up. Matt, I hope you have yeah. the holier than thou complex by next episode. <laughs> I'll be sober. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever you did to get on this episode. Comment, give us feedback, subscribe. Give us a review, like and subscribe. Give us a review. We are we I love the reviews. Subscribe. Matt will talk you through the whole yelping process. Um, <laughs> if you need help leaving a review, we'll help you do it. Just keep us going. Comment, whatever. See y'all next episode. This has been All Take right. This Tough. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.